0: my friend. Welcome. My name is Mike. I'm an Wow. <laughs> I look around the room and I think it's an amazing opportunity to give back. Uh, but first, I should really welcome our French friends. And my French is terrible, but uh, uh, that's all the French you'll be getting from me today. But God bless you. <laughs> Every time I'm in your province, I stutter and carry on. But I've been asked, and I wanna thank the CCNA uh, Speaker Committee. Uh, Thank you very much for the opportunity to share. To be able to give back, uh, um, I have a message, my own personal message of relationships, uh, but it is an honor and and, uh, privilege to give back uh, because I have a clean time today uh, because of this wonderful program, and I think to myself, without it, I would have nothing. When I came into these rooms, I've been here three times before, when I was a little boy, about 18 and 20, and I was in court, <coughs> and they sent me to the rooms. These rooms did not exist in this province. <coughs> Later on, when I finally came back in 1989, April the 3rd, I was less than 120 pounds. I had collapsed to the floor, paralyzed from the neck down, bleeding, naked, in a mess, in a hotel room in Vancouver. uh <coughs> And that was the end. I was uh, 42 years old. (coughs) I now have 27 years clean because of this program. (coughs) So, thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. I want you to know that 27 years sounds like a lot, but I want you to ask me what I did today, because it is a Today program. And so are my relationships. So when I came into the room... Uh, We're not allowed to swear, so I'll be very, very careful, because I grew up in a really messy home. uh, A lot of violence, a lot of abuse, sexual, physical, and torture, and all that kind of stuff, which doesn't make me an addict. But um, we use four-letter words since I was a little boy in our world, and that's the way it was. So when I came into the rooms, I was so glad that somebody else swore. But now that we're at a meeting, they asked me not to do that. So I think, thank you God for looking after me because I swear like a trooper and everybody says, you should really be changing. I can't change. I don't want to change on that. It is my life, okay? Uh, When I'm out on the street doing the service work and I want to thank you for the ability to do that and when I'm in the jails, we're not talking you know, Jiminy Cricket and Yumpy Yiminy, okay? It just doesn't work out that way. So in reality, but I will clean it up. So when I came into the rooms, I was an animal. And so, when you said I had to think of others, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Like, I'd look at my sponsor and think you got to be kidding me. What do I want to look at you for? Uh, why do I want to care about you? I really don't. I really didn't care about myself as what I found in the rooms. By standing up and looking at the step and going, you know, I'm powerless over my life, over my addiction, over the way I think, the way I live. Well, that was what addiction means to me, which is the first question of the step, the working guide, what does addiction mean to me? literally a mess like I didn't have a relationship my relationship was with was my lifestyle which was a pig, garbage gutter type personality and that's the way it was and that's why I'm in a hotel room and I'm paralyzed from the neck down for about 4 hours of my miserable life in a skinny little mess and I didn't even notice and I'd been in court and I'd been in the hospitals and I'd been in jails and everybody would say Mike you got a problem and Mike would say what we can't say out loud But it begins with an F. And that's exactly my relationship. So when I came in the room and I sat at the back of the room and I thought, what an arrogant guy I am. So there was no relationship going on with you and me, okay? I'm in the back of the room thinking, I am stuck here. I am living hell. This is hell for me. And I'd heard the word God. And part of my relationship now is with God. And that's the first two things that sent me out when I was a little boy in the courts and they said Mike you're off to our sister program I thought well whatever buddy (laughs) I walk in the door and somebody says oh I have a God I thought you have a God aren't you lucky I have a knife strapped to my ankle which I've had for years I don't have it now (coughs) because you asked me to change and I thought if I found that God that you so loved that you so honored and you call him higher power I don't give a hell what the hell I call it I'm going to cut that and I'm going to make it bleed and it's going to die in front of me and that is my relationship with life. And I thought, I have really got a long way to go, man. <laughs> you know? And you're all happy, you know, like, you're happy. I come in, and some of you are driving Cadillacs, and I think I need one of those. And you've got some fancy clothes, because mine are ripped and my cowboy boots. I'm walking right out of them. And I think to myself, like, how did they get like that? Where'd the Cadillac, I don't know if you need a Cadillac or not, but I saw one, I thought I need one of those really bad, because then I could go pimping downtown and I'd look half decent. And I'd have some nice clothes like you got nice clothes. And then I realized you didn't give a damn about your car and your clothes and your house, you really didn't. Uh, what a program of change in my mind. And I have to stand up, and I've been a liar for a lifetime, no longer, but a lifetime up to the 42 years it was just the way to survive at home. And you got up there and you would tell your story, and I think, oh my God, man, I'm not telling my story. I'm not telling the crap that I'm just a piece of shit. Excuse my French. And uh, I looked and I thought, eventually, I caught on to what you were doing. You were looking after each other, and I'd never had that. And I don't want to sound like pity, and I don't want your pity, but I never had that at home. It was a violent. I grew up with a loaded rifle in my room, and we used those guns in my house constantly. That was the way I grew up, that's the way I looked at life. You should be dead, that's the way it is. I aimed that gun at my parents and threatened them when I was 10 years old. I said, I will kill you if you ever come near me again. And that kind of animal instinct came into these rooms with me and I have to change. (coughs) And I watched you, and that's what I'm talking about is the unity together. You taught me how not to be an animal. It'll never go away. There is an addict in me right now looking at you and there's a recovering mic that's looking at you. And we live together in harmony. When things go wrong, and that was my first unity, that was my first relationship. Everybody said to me, oh, you're doing relationships, and everybody knows I sleep around. So, what am I... Uh, what am I just pretty while I'm single. What else would I be doing? You well, know, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I, okay, I had a wife, okay? I had a wife. I want you to know she left me Christmas morning when I was crawling around the rug looking for a dime, okay? And that's exactly the truth. In 1988, she said to me, I've had enough of you. Who are you, you know, like? But, uh, you know, when well, they look at relationships and I thought, oh, they put an S on that, thank God. It's a relationship that's So I'll fit right in, you know, and I thought, this yes So I just wanted you to know that. So just in case you were thinking I'm some kind of saint, it ain't happening up here. But the one thing I do is I ask your name and I treat you right. So I thought, I have changed. damn it! I have changed. So all all those things, it's a lot of fun. Recovery is a a, a serious, serious business. But the path, leading around it and having fun, look at us. We're all together. I have no idea whether you're like me, but I know damn well that you know what I'm talking about with the unity and the relationship. And the relationship came when I first started telling the truth. That's why you get this stuff and I thought to myself, I'm going to get up and I'm going to say, my name is Mike I'm going to... oh man, this is going to be tough. And that opened the door, you know, to that first step where I was powerless over Mike locked away and Mike had no life and Mike had no relationships and Mike had no love. I never experienced it. I don't understand what it was all about. I have no idea what you're talking about. <clears throat> all I know is what I was doing. And so I walked up and I said, I'm an addict. And it opened the door to being honest for the first time in my life. And then I got a sponsor and I got a group. And I went, oh, this is, man, this is stupid crap. And my sponsor said to me, Mike, I think you're a little in a little bit of trouble. Maybe close to retarded. And I said, yeah, probably. <laughs> he said, we're going to have to teach you the first step. So I know, and on my way to this, and I, I want to take a serious note, on my way to this convention, uh, I stopped and did service work with my sponsee and then we went to visit a friend and uh, I'm the grand sponsor of this person, he's buried here in this town and he passed away a month ago using. And so the seriousness of learning this first step, I am powerless over the way I think, was going to open the door to change me to have a relationship. You know, So uh, we tended his grave and we said goodbye and off we come to where the living are. <coughs> and when he asked me to spend a whole year on the first step because I would not live it I would not have a relationship with you I would not admit a lot of things I would not tell the truth and how can one have a relationship if one doesn't tell the truth how can I love you and care for you if I'm going to lie to you and hide me and that was something I never ever thought about before always hid me why the hell would you want to know me You know, that kind of thing. And then I realized how selfish and self-seeking and self-centered and dishonest all that crap is. And it came a hard, hard journey of 365 days, excuse me, to understand the first step and what it meant. Am I really going to have a friend? So I thought to myself, am I really going to have a relationship with myself or am I going to go back out? And I had all the using dreams and everything. All the things that go with the first long journey. Everybody was so happy when the 365 days came up. I hated it. He asked me to get dressed up so I'd look half-decent. He asked me to stop swearing. He asked me what I wanted on my medallion. I want to repeat what we wanted on my medallion. <laughs> it's disgusting. <clears throat> and then came that moment where I'm standing up there and I'm looking out over the, all the faces. God, oh, man, I don't really care, man. This has been the worst time of my life. I've had to struggle to tell the truth, to have a relationship with myself. And now you're asking the biggest thing of all, I'm going to have to have a God in my understanding in order to move forward from this step. And I thought, I think I'd rather remain insane and retarded. Uh, that's exactly the way I looked at it. <clears throat> and I thought, I think I'll just sit here on this first step for the rest of my damn life. To think about it, I never thought I'd be 70 years old next year. I never thought I'd live this damn long. I don't know what the hell I have that was going on with that. Yeah. So I really had to, I had to step up the program a bit, you know. So that after my birthday, I drove home and I was going I threw the half eat cake that you get out the window trying to cleaning somewhere <laughs> and the card that went with it. And thanks for all the kind words I never read them. I threw it out the window and I thought I got to use. I can't stand the feeling inside me that I have to stand up. Be accountable, tell the truth, and pray, and be your friend. And I have to care for you because you're another addict. And the relationship with me was sinking fast. The relationship with you was gone. And I was now back in that little moment on the Queenie driving home. Not grateful that I had a car. Not grateful that you got me a job and I cleaned up. But not, not a thing. When I get home. I'm lucky the car knew how to go home and there's all these cars on my street and I'm thinking, where are all these people coming from? Get the hell off the street. I knocked and I'm going to tear the front door off my house I'm so aggravated. And opened the door and my sponsor had moved the entire one year to my house. And this house ain't that big. And we were all crammed in there and I stood there and I was in shock. He shocked me. He got me. 365 days of him. He had a lot more years than I did. And he looked at me, and I guess he knew that I was suffering, that I didn't know how to have a relationship with myself. I did not know that I was worth anything, that I should really rise up and help others. I want you to know we had an amazing night. And in that night, I changed my mind about life, Narcotics Anonymous, and the way one should live in the 12 Steps. And I made that giant step the next relationship am I going to get rid of my insanity <laughs> and am I going to turn to God and we made a decision to make it a God of my life come into my life and understand my life and when I did that you looked different to me you still do to this day I love these rooms uh, you look different to me in the way that I can now relate to you as more of a human being I finally the book says some of us turned into animals some of us sold drugs. Some of us stole drugs. Some of us used our bodies to get drugs. I did all those things. You know, first class, poor is what I was. It worked well. Now I have to stand up and admit all that and change all that in a way. Uh, my God, man, you really ask a lot. You, know, you really do. You know, I thought, okay, if you ask a lot and I want to return from insanity to being sane, I'm going to find a god of my understanding. And I love cars. And I love the sound of Hollywood glass-pack mufflers I'm from the 50s, so you'll understand that. And they go, whoa, 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 And I love that. I love that. More than anything in the world, I love that. Because the only thing I love is the sound and the, and the speed that goes with it, because I'm a crazy speed freak. And that was the first time I ever looked... Everybody says to me, you can't tell this story. It's my story. That was my God. Start up the car. Whoa, 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 whoa. God, there you are! <laughs> and everybody says, "Mike, how can God be a muscler? The book says it should be a loving and caring God. That's the only thing I knew. Everybody's got their own story. It's the only feeling I knew that I loved. You ask what was loving and caring? Well, I still to this day, I'm attracted to that man. I'm gone when that sound starts up. Uh, I had that on my car for years. Now I got an ordinary video vehicle. Because God grew in my life, and we moved on to a loving and caring God, and it grew beyond that. So you know, we never laugh at each other when we decide. I was in a meeting in New York, which is absolutely massive, and a guy was all upset. He had tears in his eyes, and he said, "They cut down my God." Uh-huh. Oh my God, where did where what'd he do? Did you gun this guy down? This is New York. It was a tree, and the city had come along and cut down his God, and we all wept together because his God was gone, But I think that was that moment when we all had to look. I had to leave the... He had to leave the tree and we all had to move on and become more and more human. And that's what has really happened to me in the relationship of myself and God and you as I became human. I actually treat you like a human being. And I don't know if you ever lost your temper at some people when you want to chew the hell out of them. Tear them down because they're bugging you you know like I'm at the bank and I'm not number one on the bank line I think get out of the way I put a bullet on your head you creep yeah. Well, that was a loving thought I don't know what you do at the bank but two of us go to the bank Mike the addict and Mike the recovering addict I think uh, okay the addict's doing this I don't know going to the grocery store and the bundle buggy's doing this blah, 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 blah. you get the one with a bad wheel and I think life is tough for Mike <laughs> you yeah. know life sucks for Mike so I want you to understand that. That I still look at life and I think, this is a lot of fun, man. You taught me so many wonderful things about a relationship with myself and God and others. So when you come to me and you say your tree's been cut down and your God walked out of your life and you got a bundle of and your car won't start, I go, but I understand. What a hell we live in. You know? So what a hell we live in. I fully understand. But you know what? There's a step for all of us. And I always go back. God bless Vice spot. He says, always, Jesus Mike, you're retarded. You know, I'll go back to step on and start again. Okay, so I am powerless over the bank. I'm powerless over my feelings and nothing's going Mike's way. And I love that relationship that you taught me that I could grow up and understand what the hell I'm doing here. Because I had no idea. I'm a speed reader because I'm an amazing person according to myself. So I read, I read your book. Like, hear this? I want you. I read your book. That's your book, not my book. I read your book, basic text, blah, 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 speed read. What the hell was that? And I look at my phone and said, What the hell is that? He says, that's a spiritual book, Mike. <laughs> You're so far from that, it's crazy. <laughs> so I had the game grow one more time and do four to 12. And I learn more and more about relationships and more and more about life and more and more about the a-hole that's standing in front of you today talking about relationships. <laughs> and I looked and at least there's a part in there that says, well, what is your good quality? Well, thank you for asking. You know, <laughs> I happen to have a little sheep. You know) <laughs> the short list was the short list was the bad things i had done, and here's the good things that I have. So my sponsor made me reverse that, because it was actually a reverse. And then I found out what kind of crappy relationship I really do have. And I had to grow one more time, and one more time I had to come to you. and there's the beauty of a relationship. I have to come to you, OK And I had to ask you for help. And then I had, I have parents, they've been dead for years, but this old lady called me up one day. <clears throat> and she said, you don't know who this is, do you? I said, hell no. And she says, Here's your mother. Oh, jeez, you've got to be kidding. The Wicked Witch of the West is on the phone. And you know what? Because I had done my ninth step, even though I would not, there's some people you don't go visit because of a danger. So I, my sponsor said, you write a letter to God, throw the letter away, and one day, if those people ever cross your path... And what do you believe in? In less than a minute, I said, I happen to have something to say to you. And I said, I want to apologize for making your life hell. And in our world, I don't know if you remember, we used 4 words in my home, and my dad called my mom things you don't want to hear. So did I. So did she. She was as violent as he was. They were crazy addicts. And she said, Well, we didn't think much of you either, kids. I said, that's okay. And I said, put your second husband on the phone because he was a dick. I didn't say that, but I'm thinking it. And I apologized to him. You know what? This old lady came up the driveway because she asked to come visit. I said, you got 20 minutes because this is going to be a living hell. And I want to thank you for this. You taught me to get out of myself. This old lady and old man came up the driveway. And there I thought, oh, here she is. Here we go. And it was a put-down. It's always a put-down. My house is a mess. My life is a crap. And then she brought all these pictures. And the pictures fold out like this, like there's a million of them, of my cousins. I have two cousins. But, and they've done wonderful with their life. Okay. Me? I haven't done so well. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I haven't done so well. So I said, well, thank you very much. The 20 minutes is up. i got to go. And Nice to see you. Three weeks later, she passed away. I wasn't invited to this funeral. And, and I'm grateful for that, because I want you to know I would not have gone. Because you taught me not to cheat, not to lie. There would be no way in the world I could go to that funeral with a tear in my eye. I'm just sorry. But at least I got to do what you asked me to do. And I sincerely meant the love and the care. And so we had that relationship for 20 minutes. Amazing. I feel sorry for her. I have no idea what the hell he did with her. He's dead too and all that. All I remember is that you taught me the relationship is most important. Again, it's not the house, the car, and all the crap that she thinks it is. It really is. And I got to see this old lady for 20 minutes and I thought, this is amazing. You know, not that I liked her, uh, not that I loved her. I didn't even remember her name. I had to call her sister to find out what the hell her name was. <coughs> it was that bad. But you don't need all that back. You know, some people say, well, I want to get my family back. You don't need it. Okay, thank you. you They'll five more minutes. You don't really need all that back. All I really need is a relationship with myself and God, and that's what all I really need. And you taught me that. And then from that, I can be half decent, and I can treat you like a good person. And a funny enough, when I put it out, remember when I used to ask people, I say, "Hey, I got a car. You want to come to the meeting with me?" And they'd say, or they'd call me up and ask for, a, you know, a ride. And I'm all good. We got a friend because I didn't understand what a friend was. And and then they would at the end of the meeting disappear and they didn't want to come home with me. Like they didn't want to go for a coffee or anything. I thought, Boy, this program sucks. Well, I thought we were supposed to be friends. And my sponsor says, geez, Mike, you're retarded. You know? He said, What did they ask you, Mike? And here's a lesson on relationship. They asked for a ride to the meeting. What did you hear, Mike? I hear we're going to be friends oh we're going to be buddies we're going to go camping we're going to hang out we're going to travel the world together and we'll be buddies forever because everybody's got a buddy and no Mike doesn't have a buddy (laughs) yup there is a retarded person for you you know God bless I love this guy he passed away God bless his soul and he he, he was my sponsor for years and years and years and we had so much fun and we did travel the world and he said Mike pay attention because part of the relationship is paying attention listening oh my lord one more time, I have to step up the plate and let go, and let God, and have a relationship with you. So now when you're talking, I stand in front of you, and I look at you, and I hear you, and I see you. And these are amazing things for an addict who's like, yeah, I've got to be over here, and I've got to be over there, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and better got to get to the airport and run away, because you know, that's what we want to do. Because I don't want to face life that was my thing I'd run run to the airport disappear somewhere it doesn't really matter (laughs) today I stand still today I'm lucky enough to be able to share this with you today I'm grateful that the God of my understanding put you all in my life it's weird eh it's weird you're in my life I don't even know your first name but I know so much of your power of the fact that you're here if the room was empty I would die and I know you've all been to many funerals so have I so my five minutes is up I want to thank you very much and God bless you uh, and have one more day at King's College.